there! How's your writing going? Are you spinning your wheels more than making real progress towards your goals? Are you not quite sure what your writing goals are? If that's you, you're not alone, and you're in the right place. My name is Amy Simon, and this is the Purposeful Pen Podcast, where we uncover how to build a writing life that brings joy to us, glory to God, and benefit to others. Are you a Substack subscriber? I have enabled the chat feature and have started posting questions related to each week's podcast episode to help you go deeper and connect with other writers on these topics. I also post weekly journaling prompts that you can download from there to help you process what we're talking about. If you're not a subscriber, the link is in the show notes. I'll be adding some other benefits in the coming weeks, so stay tuned. I hope to see you there. Now on to this week's episode. Which comes first? the reader, or the message. I talk a lot here about finding your reader and message, but which comes first? Do you find a reader and then decide what message they want to hear? Or do you decide what message you want to offer and then search for the reader who gravitates toward that message? So as with many things that we've talked about, there are a couple ways of approaching it that can work. And there's one that definitely does not work. You can kind of approach it from either direction. They're kind of different sides of the same coin. So here's one option. You can find your reader first or decide who your reader is first. So maybe you have a reader in mind. Maybe it's people in your demographic like young moms, retirees, or caregivers. It also might be yourself from the past. Or maybe it's a group that you feel a burden for. The elderly, military veterans, teachers, parents of teens, missionaries returning from the field, just for some examples. Maybe you want to serve that reader for a variety of reasons. Either that reader was you, or you interacted with that group of people. For example, maybe you were that missionary who returned from the field and had a really hard time adjusting and getting your footing again. As a result, you want to help other returning missionaries so they don't go through the same difficulties you did. Or maybe your favorite uncle was a veteran, and you saw firsthand the struggles that he went through after returning to civilian life. You want to help him and others like him adjust and heal. So you might start with that reader in mind and then consider which need that reader has that you would like to meet. That also seems like a good fit for you. Remember that your writing isn't about you, but it does come from you. Even if you start with a reader in mind, the message still has to be something that you really resonate with and are passionate about. Back to the returning missionary example. It's a little vague to simply help returning missionaries. What specific issues do they have? Are they dealing with reverse culture shock? Are there financial challenges? Do they need to find new purpose and direction? You might narrow it down to a few categories that are kind of under one umbrella topic. Many writers have several buckets of content. They're kind kind of like categories that fall under one umbrella. So maybe you guide returning missionaries as they create a meaningful life back in their home country. That could be your umbrella. That might include things like navigating reverse culture shock, financial concerns, finding new meaning and purpose, Again, all under that same umbrella. Many times, if we're specific enough about who that reader is, the message or the need we address is fairly obvious. 
moms of young kids who want to get their pre-baby body back again. Retirees who want to still serve God after retirement. Young adults who want to learn how to study the Bible. Those are all possibilities. The other option is to look at the message first. So maybe you're not sure about the who yet, but you know you want to help people grow in their faith or get healthy, both physically and spiritually, or teach them how to study the Bible or share their faith. You might have a bent to explain theology or address hard questions or motivate people toward reaching their goals. You explore your passions and your life experiences and find the common thread that weaves throughout and forms itself into a particular message. Then you look at who needs that message. Again, your reader is likely you from the past or a particular group of people that you've had experience with or are passionate about for whatever reason. So here's the thing that doesn't work. What does not work is to gather readers, maybe family, friends, etc., who don't really have anything in common other than the fact that they support you. And then you try to figure out what to write about in order to please them. Maybe your mom wants you to write about RV travel, and your little sister wants you to write fiction, and your best friend thinks you'd be a great Bible study writer. Maybe you've considered looking at book publishing trends and trying to write what seems popular. Writing a book is a huge endeavor. It's really hard to summon that type of effort simply to please someone else if it isn't something you're passionate about. A better plan is to decide who that reader is write for them content that is also meaningful for you, and put that writing in places where the reader goes to find content. Remember, you're looking for the overlap of a message that's meaningful for you with a need that particular reader has. In the same way, the places where you put that content and where you go to find those readers also needs to be both in line with how God has made you and where the reader goes to find things to meet that need. So if your reader attends church conferences and listens to public speakers, yet public speaking makes you cringe and shake in fear, that might not be the right fit for you. That doesn't mean your reader and message are wrong. You just need to find a different way of reaching that reader. Maybe they also listen to podcasts or read magazine articles. Is your reader on social media? Which channels? Don't bother with Twitter, or whatever it's called now, or TikTok if your reader isn't there. Similarly, if those avenues suck life from you, it's also not a good fit, even if your reader is there. There are so many ways to get your message out. Find ones that overlap with how you're wired, with where your reader goes to meet their needs. So how about you? Where are you in this process? Do you have a reader, but you aren't sure about the message? Or do you know the message, but you aren't sure exactly who it's for? I would love to talk through it with you on a coaching call. I offer a free 30-minute discovery call to talk about your specific situation and how coaching can help you find clarity. So until next week, may you build a writing life that brings joy to you, glory to God, and benefit to others. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Substack to take advantage of additional resources. Comment on the chat questions and see what others are saying as well. There are also journaling prompts you can download to further process the things we talk about in each week's episode. You can further support the podcast by liking it, 
commenting on it, and of course, sharing it with others. 